0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to Adventures in ESL podcast. I want to once again thank you again for joining me today, and I'm so excited you're here. And today's podcast, we are going to be talking about ESL teacher self-care, and I want you to know that as ESL teachers, We have a lot, we have scheduling, we have compliance, we have planning for our students, advocating for our students, and sometimes it can get overwhelming. However, I want to share with you some tips and strategies that I've used that have transformed my self-care, and I know it can benefit you greatly. So let's dive in. I want to start off by saying that there was a time where I was staying until six o'clock every night at school, trying to cram in as much work as I could. I was even waking up on Saturday and Sunday, working hours on end, trying to plan lessons, trying to find activities for my students. And then finally, it just all blew up in my face. I was at a breaking point, and I knew that I will not be able to keep going like this. I knew I couldn't sustain this. My husband had started to ask me, I see that you're really, really exhausted. I mean, why are you working till six almost every day, and you're so tired? Around my third year teaching, I started to see teachers quit because they were so overwhelmed with the workload. And I knew I was like, I love my job. I do not want to be in that same situation. I even started hearing some teachers murmuring that they were so stressed out because of teaching that they were on anxiety medication. And that's when I woke up. I love teaching and I didn't want to get burnt out and I didn't want to quit. So I immediately implemented the following strategies that I'm going to share with you today. The first one is so simple but yet so hard to do, but I started doing it. I started to say no. I started to say no to extra professional developments that didn't fit my goals as a teacher. I started to say no to staying hours on end after school. And I started to say no to spending hours on weekend planning. At first it was hard and I have to be honest with you, it's still difficult to do. However, I know that we're in this service profession. And I started asking veteran teachers and that's when they started giving me the advice that, you know what, I know we're here to provide a service, but it's okay for your sanity, for your mental health to say no. So if there's a professional development that I attend, I make sure that it is going to align with my goals. And when I attend one, outside of it being mandatory, if I attend one voluntarily, I know that it is going to be a professional development that I am going to have a blast at. (laughs) I also started committing to leaving school on time at the bell. This required for me to produce some extra reflecting, but I started doing it. I started to reflect on why was I staying late and I was staying late preparing because I didn't have an effective system in place on how I should prepare for the day. So once I got a system in place on how I could prepare for the next day, it saved me so much time and I was able to leave on time every day. So, Let me provide you with an example. A lot of times after school, I was preparing like my board for the next day, putting up my work for the next day. And I started getting the system in place. I started doing that, preparing my board. I would come 15 minutes early the next day and just prepare my board the next day. So simply just think out and plan out a system and and get a system in place that is going to save you so much time. And this allowed me to spend more time with myself, with my family, and my friends. And guess what? When I was refreshed, I could teach with a clear mind. My mind wasn't cluttered and my teaching got better. I also want to suggest that before you get out the car every day, have a moment of silence. Use this time to pray, to meditate, or whatever you need to do to get your thoughts together for the day. I never set foot in the school building before taking this moment of silence to gather my thoughts. This helps keep me focused, calm, and gives me a clear vision of what I need to do for the school day. I also want you to know that you don't have to feel like you have to check everything off of your to-do list for the day. I had this long to-do list of everything I need to do for the day. It'd be like 20 things on it sometime. However, I started reducing my to-do list to three to four priority items that I had to do for the day. And guess what? With three to four items that were a priority that I prioritized for the day, I would get through them during my planning period or during extra time during the day. And if I didn't get through everything, I had to make peace with that. I had to make peace with the fact that I did my absolute best for the day. And I want you to do the same. If you have a to-do list and you have three to four things in your to-do list as a priority, and if you don't get to everything, it's okay. It's gonna be there waiting for you the next day. And I want you to know if you decide to do a priority list and you don't get to everything, Just make sure that you include that as one of the first things in your priority list for the next day. And above everything, I want you to know that your mental, physical, and social health is the priority. For you to teach your best, you as a teacher need to feel your best. So don't ever compromise on your mental, physical, and social health. I want to thank you, Adventurers, for joining me today as I share these strategies specifically for ESL teachers and self-care. It is so important. I want you to join me next week as I share more strategies with you on how you can set a great foundation for your classroom and for your school year and how to support your students. Once again, thank you for joining, and I will see you next week.